Welcome to On The Map. I'm Lee Carriher, your host. I'm the CEO and founder of Double Forte, a national independent public relations, social media, and communications agency. We are on a mission to help companies from the solopreneur to the mid-cap market maker achieve their goal, get on the map, be known for what they're great for, and make a difference in the world. At the end of the show, which is about 20-ish minutes, I will share with you how to become a guest on the show. So please stick around for that. In the meantime, here's the next 23, 24 minutes of greatness in marketing communications and helping people get on the map with real life advice. Here we go. I'm excited to be here. Um, Kelly actually lives like three miles from my house, but we could have done this in person. But this is probably easier today. <laughs> yeah. So Kelly is the founder and CEO of, um, uh, hold on, I'm going to get it right, Learn, Start, Grow. And Learn, Start, mm-hmm. Grow helps companies uh, get off the ground get off the ground and do what they're doing. And of course, she just started this a couple of years ago. So ironically, she is getting off the ground while she's helping others get off the ground. (laughs) So I thought she'd be so great to have on the show to talk about how do you do this? How do you do this? So Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. And um, what I love, my first question is like, why did you start this company? All right. Well, I've had my own consulting business since about 2005 called Resourceability. And in that consulting business, uh, I really specialize in doing market research for um, new and growing small businesses, typically, you know, under 50 employees. And so I've been doing that for quite some time. And in addition to that, I've also been working with a group, an organization called the National Center for Economic Gardening, um, which has nothing to do with gardening and has everything to do with growing businesses from within their community. Rather than having economic development focus on relocating businesses to new towns. Um, and so the premise is that uh, these smaller businesses, is, that's where the best potential for growth really lies. And if we help those small businesses grow, they increase employment and, and become loyal to their communities. And I'm, so I'm a huge supporter of that. And I've been working with this national team with small businesses all over the country for the last mm, five plus years. Wow. And so what I've seen in doing that is a lot of common elements where people are struggling. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of taking, I used to teach at the university and then I did market research and now working with economic gardening and I'm kind of like combining it all together into one kind of platform. And the, the premise is really that um, small businesses need all to stick together and help each other. Um, you know, I've become kind of this anti big tech person as, as much as you can. I mean, cause we totally rely on all of it. But uh, how, how can we all help each other? I, you know, we're not really competing um, against each other because I think, you know, the whole concept of a rising tide lifts all boats, let's all come together and do this. And, and so what I'm actually creating is an online platform, uh, a community for small business owners. And the idea is that I'm starting out with some workshops and training that can draw people to that online community. But the part of the, the goal is really to just help small businesses find each other and come together and support each other. Um, and awesome. I I'm really excited about it. And especially, you know, coming from the Midwest where there are a lot of rural areas where people just don't have the opportunity to connect 
with other business owners. Um, I'm hoping that this creates that. I've also been running um, CEO peer groups for the last several years. Um, and because we find that those really do help businesses as they get the information through economic gardening and, and get the market research, how do they actually use it to apply it to their strategy? They need to be held accountable by their peers. They need to have people to talk to who are going through the same issues and dealing with them together. And so I'm a huge supporter of, you know, peer, uh, you know, the use of peers in, in growing and in planning your strategy and having people hold you accountable for it. Um, and so all of that just kind of converged into this concept that I was mulling over during uh, COVID um, and, and also thinking about my own career path and, and what's, what, what's in store for me moving forward. And my ultimate goal is to be a lot more time and location independent. And so doing market research work that is hourly and running peer groups that are in person for half a day and the more it doesn't scale well. Um, so, so the idea is that this, you know, if I move it online, there's asynchronous workshops and maybe once a month or once a quarter seminar, webinar, guest speaker, conversation type things. And then, you know, a handful of uh, peer groups, I can do those from anywhere and, and I can have a lot more flexibility and I can do all the things that I love and less of the things that I don't love. Awesome. Um, so your company is only two years, not even then two years old, mm-hmm. really, because yeah. you started the beginning of the, of the mm-hmm. beginning. We're still in it, but the beginning of the <laughs> pandemic. Hopefully. Um, so what were the first things you did to let people know that you started this company? Well, um, I did, I started a blog post. That was one of the first things I did. And I, you know, I had um, some loyal followers from the start, including my mother and my father and my husband. <laughs> I've been slowly Not growing. Not underestimate the power <laughs> of your friends and family. Oh my God. <laughs> so I've been slowly growing that um, and writing a blog post every other week for the last uh, almost two years now. Um, although... Yeah, it's been really great. It's helped me feel a lot more comfortable with writing. And, you know, and then the goal is that people who start to follow that get a sense for my, you know, my personality almost and what's important to, you, to me and what matters to me. And because um, I'm just kind of no nonsense of authentic, let's just put it all out there kind of person. Um, and I'm just a uh, voracious reader of news yeah. and always interested in, in finding and sharing things that I think have an impact on businesses. So this I kind of started Kelly's, with the blog post. Okay, now hold on, I'm going to interrupt you. This is Kelly's <laughs> last blog post, which I, I'm a paper person. It's all recyclable. Um, <laughs> when it comes to planning, you are the C-suite. I printed it out. I liked it so much. Go to her blog, read it. Okay, go on. So you started your yes, blog post. <laughs> thank you. So I started the blog post. And I also actually took a series of five courses on Coursera in futures thinking. Ah. Um, which combined beautifully in my mind with, with my um, economic gardening concepts and my market research. And so my thinking is it's so hard as a small business owner to be strategic about growing because you just don't have the time to put into it. Um, So if I can help you find news articles that are relevant, follow things for you, point them out to you, um, and then put you together in groups of people and help each other, hold each other accountable, maybe point out some of the key things that I've learned along the way that helped me. Um, you know, it all helps everybody kind of grow. Awesome. So I, um, I've developed, a, a, actually, I've, I've given a webinar a couple of times now that's called Digital Marketing for Skeptics. Um, 
And I'm working on putting that into a, a, a larger workshop that will come with, you know, worksheets and all kinds of things to help people pay attention to that. Because that's one of the things I saw that really stood out to me when I was working with these small businesses yeah. is that they just had no idea. No um, idea. So how did you <laughs> no know that you were doing it though? Like, did you send them an email? Did you like say, Hey, I'm starting a company. You need me. Did you send, start a newsletter? What'd you do? Um, I just, a lot of, a lot of direct outreach to mm -hmm. people I know on LinkedIn, um, mm -hmm. you know, offering to, to speak at events where I can, um, you know, and I'm still, I'm still doing it, frankly, I, because right now it's a juggling act because I still do a lot of market research and I'm still doing a lot of work, um, through resourceability while I try to move things over. So, um, right. you know, this, this is the year that I'm hoping that I can transition so that learn, start, grow is what's bringing in the money more so than resourceability. Um, and really part of it's just like a labeling thing, I suppose, because it's two different businesses that I control. But right. in my mind, you know, the resourceability business is doing uh, the, the market research tasks, which are, you know, mainly hourly. And resourceability also holds the, the license for peer perspectives, which is the training protocol that I went through for the peer groups. Um, right. So any of that is through that entity. Um, but ultimately the online groups will be my own version of how to run an online group. Uh, so I don't necessarily need to follow that license. Uh, again, it's all about flexibility for me and flexibility for my clientele. And a lot of it is just building on people that I've worked with in the past, um, supporters that, you know, know me, I used to teach classes to entrepreneurs. I, you know, I have a lot of connections in that small business world with economic development organizations and other supporters of that industry. So I've done zero dollars in um, paid marketing or advertising. I am learning my way around search engine optimization for my blog posts because I think that's one of my main audiences is Google. <laughs> uh -huh. um, so, you know, and, and just kind of slowly growing things from there. It's all um, very organic at right. this point. You know. So you have the advantage, obviously, of having a different business that you're building, mm -hmm. springboarding from to this one. Right. Yes. The, mm -hmm. um, what I just heard was do not underestimate the power of your network. Do not be shy about calling on your network. 100%. Want, yeah. You know, and um, it's hard. It's hard to do, though, right? Because it's an ask, you know, and I yeah. feel like I'm but what I'm what am I asking people to do? Follow my blog post or right. I'll say, you know, like I'm starting some online uh, peer groups. So mm -hmm. it sounds like super easy, but it took me a while to think, oh, I'd like to start an online peer group that are all businesses that sell direct to consumer, ideally through Amazon. Um, so just ask people I know, hey, do you know anyone that sells direct to consumer through Amazon? Because if I can get five or six of them together and then, you know, put them in a peer group where I facilitate discussions and bring information to them about, you know, D2C type business uh, and they learn from each other it's awesome for everybody. And it's a very specific ask, which makes it easier than saying, help support my new business, right. you know, which is right. way too vague for anyone to, to help with. So it's, so it's all about specificity. Specific asks with a, mm -hmm. um, a defined um, action. I mean, specific asks with a defined action, right? Right. Yeah. Which yeah. Cause all I'm saying is valuable. if you know and someone valuable, right? Right. 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 If you know some them, introduce them to me. If they're willing to talk to me, then they can decide from there if it's something they want to take on. There's no pressure. And it, if it's something that's worth their time and, and investment and, and, you know, and doing it, then that's great. And if it's not, then okay, move on to the next thing. Awesome. So. so you started your blog again, can't 
I've already, you know, signed up. Um, <laughs> good stuff, really good stuff. And really, I think what you talk about so much is just the challenge of being a small business owner. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes you're by yourself. Yeah, it's absolutely. Kind of lonely, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, um, and um, the the whole ask on getting people to understand your thinking and see the value of what you're giving away in your blog, basically, mm-hmm. um, all your wisdom. The um, when when you talk to your clients now, um, the people that you are working with or the people who are mm-hmm. in your group, what is the number one, what's the number one problem they have? Do they have a common problem or does everybody have a different sort of problem? Um, well, yeah, there are a lot of common threads for sure. Actually, I was running a peer group in person that was meeting before COVID mm-hmm. and then COVID hit and we shifted to meeting online. And that first month that we met online, I think it was actually April of 2020, everyone just like no one could even have, no one had anything to say. They're like, I don't even know why I'm on this call because my business is probably going to close tomorrow. I mean, everyone was just in a a panic, but then being on the call and talking to other people who were feeling exactly the same way, it's somehow reassuring. Um, And so, and COVID as a conversation topic has not really gone away, sadly. Um, For a while. Yeah, uh, it will. Um, Other issues are, you know, again, common issues. Hiring is a big issue. Um, and it's something that people haven't had to deal with. You know, they've had to increase their rates. They've had to be a lot more creative about where and how they find people or change some of the requirements for the job. Um, and then, you know, marketing or generating leads is always a, a big topic. If so you're again, which again ties back to. Like, if you're not a marketer. Right, right. <laughs> and, the, you know, these, these small businesses don't have unlimited budgets to just kind of throw money at you know, boosting social media or even writing on social media and, um, you know, and, and doing Google AdWords, they don't know all the ins and outs, no, nor do I, because they're constantly changing. You kind of have to be an expert at digital marketing to keep up with it even all. Even if you're an expert, I mean, this is what we do at the Yeah. Even if you're an expert, it changes all the time and you're constantly learning because it's not right. in your control. Right. It's not, yeah. none of that stuff is in your control. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the, the businesses I work with, a lot of them are, are B2B mm-hmm. um, and they have, predominantly found their work through connections, you know, which is how most everybody finds their best clients, right? Through um, referrals and, and uh, you know, references and, you know, repeat business. So, um, you know, when the, when the pandemic hit and trade shows were shut down and they couldn't go, you know, knocking on doors and all that type of thing, they were just, uh, you know, frozen, and, uh, you know, so one of the biggest challenges I've seen with whether it's in the peer groups or in the, in the clients that I work with, um, is they just don't know what to do online. Yeah. You know, some of these industrial B2B businesses, they, they like designed a website in 2012 and it's just a single page and it's static and it's still there. <laughs> still there. And yeah. yeah. And so for me to convince them that they need to have something more than that. Um, that's been challenging. You know, I have to convince them by showing the research that shows, oh, did you know that, you know, 75% of people are looking online to make these decisions. And, you know, and that's kind of how the whole digital marketing for skeptics thing came about because I've talked to so many small businesses that are like, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. I don't think it ever pays off. I don't have any way to measure the success of this. Why, why am I doing this? It's so different from what I'm used to you know, I want to have my handful of cards and go to the trade show and hand out business cards and 
all that type of thing. And I'm like, you know, the world is changing with or without the pandemic, the way that we interact with each other, the way we connect, the way we get information to make business decisions, it's changing. And, and the age of the people making those decisions is driving a lot of that. Well, it's even the age of the people who are feeding the people who are making the decisions. So I actually mm-hmm. had a conversation with somebody who wants to sell his company. Um, so uh, we know each other through um, an association. And mm-hmm. that, you know, Sally. And so of course, I, well, the first thing I do, because that's why I expose is LinkedIn and it has no photo. I said, you're never going to mm. get bought. You are never going to get bought for the valuation that you want. You have no photo. So, yeah. you know, it's not the guy with the billions of dollars who's looking at LinkedIn. It's his people. And his people are 25 mm-hmm. and 26. And if they yeah. go to LinkedIn, you don't have a photo. They're going to like discard you. So I right. know you don't want to have a LinkedIn. On, you know, I know you don't want to have photos. I know you want to do this digital marketing thing. But you don't. if you want to sell and not just have one option of who you're going to sell to, Mm-hmm. I got a photo up, but then he put a photo. It was terrible. And so I called him right away. I'm like, dude, you will <laughs> come and take the photo myself. Anyway, <laughs> it is challenging, yeah. right? <laughs> it's so true. Because that's the first thing I do now when I, um, you know, taking on a, a client, like say doing some work for someone through economic gardening, I, I look them up on LinkedIn and I find their website and I can tell you immediately, this is where you're, this is why you're not getting any business. Yeah. yeah. Um, this right. is where people are doing work. This is where they're connecting with each other. And if you're not showing up or you're not showing up in a way that people expect at this point, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Well, so it sounds like um, for yourself, getting your own business off the ground. Again, we're doing two things. One, talking about your business, getting your business off the ground, mm-hmm. which obviously you've done and you're in a, you know, now you're in year three and about to transition. Mm-hmm the whole thing, which is great. Having a plan, mm-hmm. right? Plans are awesome. You're never on them, but they're great. No. <laughs> <laughs> when you do a plan, I said to my staff all the time, you're going to do a plan. It's going to be wrong as soon as you're finished, but at least you have a plan, which means exactly. you know where you want to be. There you go. So, so true. Uh, number one, right? Um, and then um, what is there anything you've learned from working with these clients who you're helping get on the map and Mm-hmm. Get, grow their business that you've applied to your own business or are they just they need you so much that there's nothing you're telling <laughs> you right now that you can apply well certainly as I've been you know it, it was to my advantage to be working with small businesses all over the country um, where I was a market research specialist and I was assigned to work with a digital marketing specialist right um, because every call every research report, I was learning all the tips from the digital marketing specialist. And so I have absolutely, you know, ramped up my um, LinkedIn uh, in in terms of how I describe myself and what I'm doing to be a a lot different than what it used to be, which was more like a resume feel. Um, It's not like that anymore. I've tried to be a lot more active on LinkedIn. I've tried to set goals for, you know, I've really trying to, I'm trying to go LinkedIn and Twitter is kind of what I've picked as the two that I think are the right places to be for my target audience, no. not my audience is not so much an Instagram audience. No, I don't think you need to be on TikTok. So, no. <laughs> so, so just learning from them as, as I go, um, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of what my website looks like and um, trying to make it super easy for people to find the information they want. Yeah. And, and, you know, but I also feel like the, your best bet is that kind of organic path. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, and I haven't thrown any money at this yet, but I'm, I'm sure I will, but not until I know that I'm doing it in the right way towards the right people 
um, very carefully. So, so, um, so you haven't learned from your clients, but you've learned from, (laughs) (laughs) from the digital marketers, marketers, what not to do from, (laughs) well, that's awesome though, because the thing, that's the point, right? I think people want to, you know, particularly for small businesses, people want to employ and hire people who know what the hell they're talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can bring their own experiences and say, in my experience, this is what's going on. Here's what how I can, you know, so it's yeah. hard when, particularly for women, um, are most of your clients men? Are they women? Or are they both? Um, actually, most of them are men because they're, they're industrial B2B, mm-hmm. uh, you know, men in their 50s and 60s who are, again, that's why partly probably why they're so hesitant to embrace yeah. the world of digital marketing and social media sounds like a thing that you don't do for business. Right. Um, so yeah, the, um, that's awesome though. So one thing at a time. Yeah. I imagine that, you know, as they grow, it's going to change the dynamic and who ends up really embracing everything I'm trying to do online. Mm -hmm. Um, it may not be men in their fifties and sixties. Um, Mm -hmm. even though that's who I'm working with right now, uh, you know, so we're just going to see how it goes and pivot as we need to, right setting up a platform oh, yeah. that's not age restrictive, which is, um, you know, mm-hmm. start where you are basically, right? Start where you yeah. are. Here's where we are. Here's how I know. Yeah. You know, and then you can, mm-hmm. I also love the concept of, um, of the whole the learn, start, grow that you're going to learn and then you're going to start and then you're going to grow and then right. you're going to learn some more and you're going to start something new and you're going to grow some more and you're right. going to learn some more. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole idea. It's very iterative, first of all. And then second of all, I know that there are a lot of people that want to start a new business or are starting a new business and they just don't even know where to begin. And frankly, you don't begin by paying someone like me to help you. You begin by taking advantage of so many of the free resources that exist in every community. And I'm always shocked when people don't know about all those opportunities. And and so even on- well, I mean, I used to teach um, the entrepreneurial training program for the Small Business Development Center. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would mention that to people and they're like, the what now? Like they didn't know about There's this. What? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, it's a, you know, it's a six week course one night a week where you learn all the ins and outs of how to start your business. And it's it, um, the way it works is that you, it costs money, but if you complete the, the class and write a business plan, you, you don't have to pay the money. Right. So, um, you know, cause that's your motivation then to get that business plan together. And I, I loved teaching that class because it was so great to be in front of all these enthusiastic, um, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs, um, and, and to know that they can do something like that. I've also taught similar classes for the women's business center. Um, so I, I know that those are resources that are really valuable and both of them also SBDC or SCORE or the Women's Business Center, they all offer free consultations, free support, um, but people just don't always know that that's where you should start. Um, and I somehow ended up being the person everyone, they send people to me. I'm like, oh, I know someone who's starting a business. You should talk to Kelly. And, and I would always have the same conversation. Well, these are the things you need to do. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put this all on a website with a couple little videos. Um, and Learn then I don't need to have coffee with a hundred people. It's all there. Yeah. Just go over <laughs> exactly. Com. Yeah. All these other free, well, first you find your blog, which is, you know, it's a resource in itself, but you'll also find all <laughs> the list of all these resources you have that are for you to do stuff, mm-hmm. then hire yeah. Kelly, you know, do that first. Right. Then hire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, 
That's such great advice. Um, I'm so excited about what you're doing. I'm so excited. We live in the same area. Like I know. miles away from each other. We have one person in common. I love it. Um, yeah. And I'm glad that I stalked you after we were on the same uh, webinar together. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's been great getting to know you so, as well. Thank you for all your um, insight. I'm so excited what you're doing. I wish you all best success. In, thank you. And um, everybody who's watching and listening, just do what she says. LearnStartGrow.com. Just learn, start, and grow. Yeah. Until next time. Perfect. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to On The Map. If you're a successful entrepreneur of a company or if you are a a marketing executive who has had success on getting on the map in your industry or your location or among certain different consumers or customers, I would love to talk to you about how you did it, what programs and tactics you use to become known, become famous for what you do, the difference you make for your customers and your clients or your consumers. Um, In order for you to apply, just go over to my website, go.double-forte.com backslash podcast slash guest. And that's a mouthful. It'll be in the show notes. So just go down there and apply. We are publishing on the map all the time with awesome guests who are sharing for from the trenches ideas and success stories that we can all apply in our own businesses. So it to get all of the shows and not miss anything, please subscribe. And I so appreciate you if you can also give me a thumbs up or give me a rating. This helps the show be seen. I can't under, you can't underestimate the power of a a thumbs up and I would really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And now it's time for you to go get on the map.